Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, it's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, back with JC and our special guest talking about DEI from both a marketing and an HR perspective. We want to talk about good news. But first, we started talking about bad news of look at all this money that's out there that's not being spent. And while we're taking a break in between these episodes, we talked about that even more to say, what do they do with that money? How long do they have to spend it? And hey, man, do they need help? Because we've got ideas, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, there's a lot of grassroots organizations that are going overlooked. Um, I know for me to be involved in some, like anytime we get a donation, I'm like, man, you have done your homework. So we all need some money, definitely share the wealth, but try to figure out like, okay, who's aligned with my company's mission, values, things of that nature, um, community organizations, because they need a lot of help as well. Yeah, because they're definitely not going to have a DEI team, right? Many of these organizations and many of my clients don't even have an HR person, never mind a DEI team or just a D, you know, a diversity and inclusivity team. I'm actually doing a training tomorrow. Yeah. Um, by the time this goes out, it'll be it'll be in past tense, but on diversity and equity and inclusion. And I always tell everybody that's listening, listen, focus on diversity and inclusion because equity is very, 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 very difficult to attain. But don't uh-huh. let that be the reason that you don't start. Yeah, no, that's that's a very good point. I definitely think it takes a special time and skill set to figure out what equity means within an organization and what you can offer people. Um, but yeah, D and I absolutely. I think we all have our own experiences, our own lenses that we bring to the table that has to be shared um, in training. Obviously, maybe hiring a consult or hiring a professional to come in your company, whether it's full time or contract, that can really guide you through that process for sustainable growth. Right. And you could also bring in uh, technology tools like such as in your application system, right? So you can start asking people for voluntary information and then let them know that it will be protected and how it will be used. And so um, it is scary. Uh, I, I was dealing with it last year with a very large client that they were looking for you know, more diversity, inclusivity, and they were in a zip code that was not diverse. And therefore they were struggling with that. And, you know, just asking their current employees who mostly were not super diverse, but just asking them for some personal information, they felt like it was invasive. So we wanted to make sure, um, you know, we started out with the committee to ask them questions. And we wanted to make sure like when we rolled this out to the entire organization and it was a county um, that everybody said, okay, we know why you're collecting this and what you're going to do with it. You're not going to get rid of anybody, but we're going to start, you know, running stats and then create goals. But if you don't have your current statistics, you create, you can't create goals. It's just going to be some pie in the sky goal, right? Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. And I think that's why transparency and leadership is important. Obviously, they have to sort through the planning and make decisions, but you definitely want to communicate those final decisions and that rollout process to your team so they know what's going on and they're more in line, aligned versus reactive anytime that you're trying to introduce something to the company. Absolutely. JC, you have any more statistics for us? I know you do. I have 
one of two paths for you to choose. One, we could talk a little bit about the Be Inclusive, a DEI card game. Or two, we could get into some stats. Which way would you like to go? I want both, but I want I want the stats first, and then I want to hand it over to Michelle and tell us all about this really cool card game that she has. But go ahead, JC. Done deal. Diversity, equity, and inclusion DEI efforts have recently been stepped up by many in the private sector in order to make organizations more fair and inclusive. In the 2023 DEI Lighthouses report, eight companies' DEI projects were shown to have made a huge difference and had power to inspire others. It's very clear from the findings that there is no one-size-fits-all way to move DEI forward. But all of these examples have had big, measurable, scalable, and long-lasting effects. The Global Parity Alliance, GPA, is a cross-industry group that was started by the World Economic Forum and McKinsey & Company in 2022. Their goal? To promote diversity, equity, and inclusion. They created the DEI Lighthouse Program to find initiatives that have made big, measurable, scalable and long-lasting differences. For example, PricewaterhouseCoopers UK has a five-year plan to help improve social mobility in the UK through external programs that focus on community development, upskilling, and advocacy, as well as internal programs that focus on hiring and creating an inclusive work environment. I love it. Thank you, PricewaterhouseCoopers. We appreciate it. Now, if you can get everyone else in your space to do the same thing, it would just make life a lot easier. You know, my question is, Michelle, for you, um, you know, what do HR marketing have in, rec- in common regarding DEI? And, and this kind of leads into your game or, you know, it's employees want it, customers want it, period. Any other questions, <laughs> right? So tell us about this really cool game that can help both marketing and HR, probably every department, right? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing between HR and marketing is really about the recruiting and employee engagement, right? So I definitely believe in recruitment marketing, but once you get the employee in there, right, this new employee, then what, right? What does it look like? And what does that company culture, that engagement, that professional development ladder, what does that look like? Um, But as far as the Be Inclusive card game, I have two decks. I have one that's DEI, another one that's company culture, and each deck has 50 questions. And it's really created to be a team building activity in order for people to share their experiences um, in and out the workplace, but mainly the workplace. So we have questions regarding how does ageism impact our company as well as society, right? Um, because if people are retiring or you're laying off, do you really have that talent pipeline that you believe? Um, right. Because there's a lack of transfer of knowledge, right? Those are things that we're like, oh, we can, anyone can fill the seat. Can they? Right? What, <laughs> what what does that really look like? Uh, we talk about neurodiversity, which I think is getting more attention nowadays. Of course, people with disabilities. How do you accommodate them in the workplace? Um, I have a situation, a scenario where I'm like, okay, these are the benefits. Do you pick job A or job B? And I think that's always funny because you'll see the men lean over to one versus the women because the women are thinking. I have a family. I have responsibilities. I need work-life balance. Whereas the man, the men are like, give me more money so I can take care of my family. So and it's just interesting to hear these um, perspectives. And, um, you know, I'm also learning in the process, but it's a great team building activity. That's awesome. That's super exciting. So if somebody got one, one or both of your games, um, they would kind of just get the teams together 
maybe they're the people that work on the same team, people that work on, you know, cross teams. And you are the one that helps initiate this or do you teach them how to do that? Yeah, so it's a combination of both. I am available for facilitative workshops, but it's very easy and flexible. You can do it yourself. Um, What I usually tell people based off of the number of people in your team, if it's more than 10, you probably want to do small groups, give each group about three or four cards for them to discuss, um, and then come back as a big group kind of sharing perspectives and insights on, on all of the groups. Sweet. Well, for our listeners, if you're interested in in finding out more about the card game, when I first talked to Michelle, I was like, oh, my, I have to have these. These are amazing. Um, Her website for the card game specifically is beinclusivethecardgame.com. And we'll repeat that again at the end of our series today. Thanks for listening to episode two of our five-part series on DEI from both a marketing and an HR perspective. In our next episode, episode three, we're going to discuss success stories about DEI initiatives with our expert here, as there have been many wins in the DEI space. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.